Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to to My Third Eye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I noticed whether I'm really happy or really upset, like, Stuff does get a lot more. <laughs> this is gonna sound really, really retarded too, but like <laughs> magnets, like like those neomite nat- magnets, or you know the real strong, powerful ones. Yeah. They seem to like, I don't know, help manage my emotions. Like if I have them with me, I often carry them in my pocket. I don't, and I have not one scientific brain or bone in my body. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why. I just. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your weekly episode of M3E. Uh, this week's going to be a, a kind of a casual talk, a little bit of paranormal, a little raccoon, little dogs, who knows? Yeah, it kind of jumps all over the place, but it was a very fun um, episode to, to record. I always like talking uh, paranormal and get into that, that kind of... Uh, you know, subject now and again. Um, I, y- y- y'all are familiar with my story and what have you. And, and uh, if not, reach out and uh, I, I can tell you a little bit of it. Um, I will say, uh, if you want the full episode, like always, I got to give a shout out to all my cool Patreons over there. Keep sending the love and I'll keep producing more content. You got some bonus content coming your way and uh, I hope you enjoy it. And it's going to only be on Patreon. So Patreon exclusives only coming 
forward in the future. So that would be patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast gets you all the bonus materials, uh, all the shows without um, ads, you get video, you know, three, five and $10, $3 only gets you the Wednesday episode full in its entirety. That's the only thing you get on the $3 tier. So I would suggest either bump up to the $5, which gives you more and the $10 just if you find some good value out of what I'm producing, just show some support. And uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by purepetwellness.com. Go there for all your pet CBD needs. I use it uh, almost on a daily basis, not quite a daily basis, but used it uh, over the weekend and helped help the pity mix. She was calm. Again, it just kind of relaxes her. Her eyes don't shift. She it's almost like she can kind of see and focus a little bit better. And uh, yeah, I love it. So purepetwellness.com goes to checkout, gets you 20% off your entire order. Again, goes to checkout, 20% off your entire order. And you can use that promo code as many times as you want. So it will never expire. So again, purepetwellness.com goes to checkout, gets you 20% off the entire order. All right, uh, I've been speaking long enough. I like to keep these a little short, so let's just get right into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fun, exciting episode of M3E. Uh, I am honored to uh, bring on a guest that reached out to Ryan and I on the Conspiracy Underground, and she's not a firm believer in raccoons uh, being death animals uh i can see her point with them uh being domesticated and and can be good pets but they were not domesticated go ahead i'll I'll go i'll wait i'll wait (laughs) but uh pound for pound i I do think a raccoon could kick my ass uh, especially five of them but uh she reached out uh talking about rh negative bloodline and that was on probably one of the newer episodes of the conspiracy underground and she had some questions and then started talking with me and found out that she has a lot of paranormal activity and a few uh ndes so that's kind of going to be the topic tonight and anything else where it goes is where it's meant to go just like always so i give you tonight gina welcome to the show hi nice to meet you nice to meet you so the raccoon thing we, we have to clear this up okay what do you want to know were they domesticated pets so they were rescued okay. uh, my son my oldest son actually was working uh, for a vet here in town and somebody brought them in i think they were just babies the mother i think had been trapped so they just took them over there to the vet and um they they actually got them like you know healthy enough that they could survive on their own and so so they let him go and so this one actually two two raccoons in particular because we have a shop outside of town and they they dropped him out there so they can live while my soon-to-be ex-husband <laughs> has a shop out there and so they started coming around there you know looking for food well they were just like real interested in everybody that would come out there and before you know it you know these two were like pets they were coming in there and they were playing but you could tell one they were like a male and a female they almost seemed like I don't know. They were close. And one the female got into some kind of poison, I believe, and ended up dying. And it was so sad. But so then this one, his name was Rocky. He just kind of continued to hang around. He was like a, a shop dog. You know, he would. Well, and I sent you a couple of videos, but we mm-hmm. would take grapes out there and we'd give them these um, bowls of water. And they're so weird. They just like wash these grapes. They just wash them and wash them and wash them, you know. 
and they would come up to you and they'd crawl up our legs and they, they were so affectionate but I wouldn't say that was really domesticated. I mean, they were totally wild animals. We just put them out on our property and they just kind of become accustomed to us. And then, then poor Rocky. Rocky got out on the highway and he got run over. Ah. Even the truck drivers used to come out there to get their trucks worked on. They'd be like, where's Rocky? Like everybody loved that raccoon. He was awesome. That is, that is so, pretty cool. Know, maybe those other people are just bad people, and raccoons know that. <laughs> True. I mean, if they can be like dogs, Ryan does not believe me that they do wash their food. Uh, we did have uh, somebody else uh, message uh, him and I, and they're like, no, the ghost is right. They do wash their food. I'm like, dude, they're like little weird humans in, in a sense. But it, yeah, when, they'll wash their cat food. They'll Yeah, I've got a lot of videos of them doing, of them doing that. It's pretty crazy. It but. is crazy. We were attached. Maybe I'm just the raccoon whisperer. You, know? you could be. Uh, some people are chicken whisperers. Some people are dog whisperers. You're the raccoon whisperer. You're the, you could be the raccoon whispering ninja. <laughs> All right, I will. I will. I'll think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you want to start tonight? Other than we we cleared up the raccoon thing, um, let's hmm. dive into maybe the beginnings of your oddities that you've kind of experienced through your life that kind of lead into paranormal and just weird happenings um let's see okay i will just try to explain kind of for most of my life i i didn't really i didn't know anything about what was going on i always kind of felt something was a little different and i didn't i didn't know why i could i didn't know what manifesting was until about a couple of years ago but I think it's, it could be a lot of just the power of positive thinking. You know, when I would go into anything that I was trying to do, whether that be get a job or even win a drawing, it's like, why not me? You know what I mean? Like I would go at everything like, cause if you can't cheer for yourself, who the fuck's going to, right? Right. So I kind of always just had that. And maybe that's a little manifesting. I don't know, but, um, so really what I kind of started to notice the most that I I couldn't explain. I still can't explain. Even though I research a lot of conspiracy, I still don't really know what I am, what I myself is experiencing. But about two years ago, I had a car accident. I was working out of town in a semi truck pulled out in front of me on the highway. And I, it was too late for me to do anything. And so I hit the trailer of the truck and it crumpled my car pretty bad all the way around me and I was kind of trapped in there and it was so bad that my car was actually attached to the trailer the metal was you know like tangled and so he pulled my car down the highway for a while and finally it came to a stop I I had broke the windshield on you know the driver's side windshield I broke that with my head and I just remember right before right before I hit I just thought you know, they're, they're, they're right when they say that your life flashes before your eyes, because I thought about all three of my kids. I felt like it was an eternity, like from their birth up, you know, and just, and then I thought, this is it. This is it. This is how I'm going to go. And then I just, I remember screaming out loud, don't you die. And then I, I was out. I was, I think I was out. It must have knocked me out. I don't really even kind of remember what the trailer even looked like, but when I, when I came to, I somehow, you know, that adrenaline, I could, you know, mothers can lift their cars off their children, must have been, because I was able to kick the doors open, and I had two broken legs, 
And so I got the door open and I got out and that truck was gone. Like it Mm. had left me there. And, you know, I don't know, since that happened, I I kind of always felt like I had a guardian angel. My grandfather died when I was 15. We were really close and he died actually when I was in the room with him. And um, I kind of think that was the very first the very first time I thought somebody, you know, has, was with me. Right. You're lucky to be alive. Um, I mean, I've actually had a few different near death experiences. You know, even when I was a kid, there's, there's, there's reasons why I really shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't still be here. I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm a cat. I don't know how many lives I got left, but <laughs> I mean, a lot of things. I mean, I can, I can give you a couple of more things that happened to me when I was a kid, if you want to, so I was probably three or four years old and I was playing out in the street in front of my house. Great parenting I had, huh? Just playing out. <laughs> Go hey. play in traffic, Gina. Hey, we all, we all had that. We, I think we we're kind of probably, I'm just guessing. I, I never ask a woman's age, but I'm pretty sure we're pretty close to the same age. So we grew up in the mm-hmm. same era. You yeah. went outside, you, you came in when the lights or the street lights came on, you drank out of the hose and you know, it was weird to play inside. True story. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't even can. get these was... kids to go outside half the time. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, so they were letting me play outside, and this uh, car was coming. I wasn't paying attention, I guess. I had a Cocker Spaniel. His name was Spike. And he runs over there. My mom, I think, seen it happen, but it knocks me out of the road and knocks me in, in, you know, onto the curb and in my yard. And then the car ended up hitting him. Well, I mean, you know, we thought, you know, dog could be really protective and, you know, that was kind of the first weird thing. And uh, another time I had a really bad ear infection and they put me in the hospital. I think I was in there for like a month. They just said I was literally like hours before, you know, it would have gotten to my brain and I would have been gone. And then, uh, God, when I was probably in middle school, um, (laughs) talking about kids you know what we used to do we used to ride around in the back of our parents pickup trucks you yep. know all over town no shoes nothing just pick us up from school and we hop in the back of the truck and off we went and so we had this curve right outside of town and my dad's driving 50 miles an hour no less you know never mind the fact that i'm in the back right and he has this old stop sign that he had found just just the actual sign and i thought I'm going to hold this up. <laughs> I picked this big ass sign up and try to like levitate it above the cab of that truck. And it, that wind it was like, you know, it caught it. And I, it threw me back so hard. And I still, I have no idea what caught, what caught me because there's no reason on earth. There's none that it shouldn't have just knocked me out of the bed of that truck. Yeah. Just something caught me. Like I was caught on something in midair. That's and crazy. And I just kind of rolled over and, that was that. And I still, I still don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, whatever happened and whoever's been with you since you were a little kid, you're damn lucky to be here talking with me today. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Especially just with the tractor trailer incident. I mean, yeah, those never usually end very well. Um, I, I do have a CDL license and you know, it's a lot of weight to stop. I make sure I don't pull out in front of people. And I really hate when other people pull out in front of me because I don't want to be the the guy that's responsible for, you know, 
causing someone maybe to die because they were in a hurry and thought they had time and didn't realize that I can't stop 80,000 pounds on oh, a no, dime. He stopped. He rolled. He rolled up to the, to the stop sign. And that's why I didn't really, you know, yield. I didn't even have any signs to yield. I'm just going down the highway. All and right. before I had it, he just rolled out in front of me. And I couldn't. I just didn't have time to get around him. Damn. It was, and it was hard. Like, I mean, I developed some pretty severe PTSD over that. And How were you with was, uh, loud noises after that? It's not so much that. It's, it's trying to drive now, especially in the dark. Okay. Remember that movie? I'm really going to date myself here. What is it? Mad Max or something? Yeah. You know, was it? No, 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 wait. It was like the truck, the semi truck that had that big mean face on it. Emilio Estevez in it. Like all the machines were taking over the world. Oh, yeah. It was like a big what, black what? tractor trailer. Yes. And they had the machine gun, but there was that big semi truck with that big scary mask on the front of it. It wasn't Mad Max. It was. What the oh, hell God. was it? I, I know the movie you're talking about. I just can't. I can't think of the I'll name. I'll think of it. By the way, hitting my head, I, I have some short-term memory problems, just saying. So I do, words will like, I'll forget words sometimes. I'm, I don't have stuttering problems, so. <laughs> but it's driving against trucks. Like, I really feel like, it, it sounds stupid, but I feel like they're just all out to get me, you know yeah. what I mean? And I can't trust, I can't trust where they're, if they're slowing down or like me gauging um, distance, like being able to pass cars and stuff that, you know, and that's not being able to sleep. You know, I don't know. It, it's just all of the above. It's, yeah. it's hard. And if you've not been in an accident like that, I don't know. You hear about people being in car accidents a lot, but you don't truly understand the trauma that they go through because you just think, oh, an accident happened, you know, but, but so much happened. So much. And you're flooded with all those, um, you know, that adrenaline and, I don't know. I had a lot of bitterness. I was really, really angry because I didn't make that bad decision. He did. And he left and he didn't pay for any of it. You know, like right. I was just left there to clean up the mess. That's an asshole. I mean, yeah. Well, anger, anger comes in two forms. You can be mad at yourself. And that's something I think that you can kind of resolve. But this was the first time that I felt anger that I didn't do to myself. It's a different kind of anger. I was fucking mad anger. Mm. It's hard to get over that. So that's kind of, but what's, know, what's that, that saying? Accident. Uh, there's nothing, nothing worse than a woman scorned or something like that. Oh, hell hath no fury like yes. a woman scorned. Yes. Yeah. I actually looked that up when I was going through my divorce. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> that's true. It is. That's, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you say that. That's, that's called synchronistic right there. It, yeah. <laughs> been a few weeks ago that I'm all actually looking is that actually a bible verse because <laughs> it's true yeah mama ain't happy nobody no happy. not at all uh, yeah that's why they always say got to keep a happy wife and then you have a happy life <laughs> yeah yeah this is cliche hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> corny ghost jokes <laughs> <laughs> okay that's awesome <laughs> so I guess um and then one other major thing before we move on past the, the accident and how shit started getting weird. Um, and this is probably the most profound moment of my whole life. You know, when I was 15 and my grandpa died, he was in the room with me. Um, we were so close. And 
so about three, fast forward about three months and he had been married to my grandma short of, um, they were almost 50 years married and I'm visiting with her and she says, um, she's like, you're going to think I'm crazy. And I said, why? I already, I already know you're a crazy grandma, but <laughs> she said, your grandpa talks to me and I'm a kid. I'm 15. I, I'm thinking, well, yeah, you were close. You know, I didn't really think he was talking to her. And she's like, he gave me a message for you. And I said, what's that? And she said, I don't know what it means. And I said, okay, what is it? And she said, he said, thanks for the kisses. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And I was like... I mean, I still, I still get goosebumps thinking about it because when I was a small kid, he used to pick me up and I'd ride around with him and he'd always have hot, hot, or the hot Jolly Ranchers. He'd have like the little chocolate kisses and he'd have peanuts and red hot. That's weird. I don't know if you've heard of peanuts <laughs> and red hot, but, but I took three chocolate kisses out to his grave on his three month anniversary that he had been gone. And I just, I set them on his headstone. I, I didn't tell a soul. I didn't tell anybody that I had done that. And I just, I've just known since that day that he, <laughs> he was there and he must still be. And I truly think that he was in the car with, with me that day. It's, it's very, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's proof to me that, that life doesn't stop here and you miss them. And, but it, he was in the he was in World War Two and <clears throat> before he died he gave me his Bible. You know how they issue those little Gideon Bibles? Yep. So in the front of it it says, you know, it's got the whole verbiage about military. Don't put your name or where you're at, you're stationed or anything. But I looked at it the other day and it was nineteen forty three, you know, and that he survived. He had a purple heart and he got shot, only him and maybe one of his superiors or something. There were only two that survived that the battle they were in, but we always had a really close connection and I have that Bible and I don't know. It's, it's very weird how you connect with certain people. And, and apparently I'm an identical twin to his sister. I mean, who the hell looks like their great aunt? Yeah. And there's something with your bloodline. I'm telling you it, <laughs> it, it the, the RH negative and you know, and it could go even further. It could be something in your lineage uh, that, you know, dates back and with these, incidences that happened i think each one it, i'm, I'm going to put this in like layman's term every time you got your head hit it opened the veil a little bit more like it like you you were born with a fog around around your your thoughts or, or to seeing things and at each time it was like oh okay i'm awake it's like an alarm clock went off mm-hmm. and then each time more and more and more and more and then finally with this last accident i mean it's obviously opened up a lot more yeah, and every every one of these events that have happened, it's just like it was a new revelation to me. You know, like it just kind of let me in on this a little bit more information. Like over time, just little bits and pieces are are revealed. You know, and it kind of really flooded after that accident. But mainly because I was laid up, I had two broken legs, and so I started listening to a lot of podcasting and learning and. <laughs> 
all this stuff, this weird things I thought that I couldn't talk about, that I didn't talk about all this time. I was learning that it was a real thing and other people were having that and experiencing that. And so it kind of made me want to just start looking into it. And But that, like, like I said, the RH thing, that's weird. You know, every conspiracy, nothing's off the table, right? No. But nobody ever wants to talk about that. And it's weird. Not the medical community, none of the podcasters. I mean, every once in a while it's brought up, but then it's like, oh, well, they're, they're Nephilim. I'm like, I am not freaking like, Enoch's wife or nothing <laughs> you know I'm not a Nephilim I mean maybe maybe I'm like a black sheep Nephilim or something but <laughs> but I don't know I just don't know what it means but it's weird to me and what is it, like 12% of the whole world is RH negative and then yeah. so the one I have is like 2% of that 12 and my dad is RH negative and my mother is RH negative which is also weird yeah uh, you guys aren't supposed to be able to have kids no, no, no. The negatives can. See, because I I had uh, babies with a positive. Okay. So what happens is your first child, if, if RH, negative, RH negative mother has a baby, she can take the first one. She'll have the baby. But then your body will develop antibodies. So it's like a foreign. It's like foreign. Mm-hmm. So then I had to take this shot called Rogam whenever mm-hmm. I would have any other pregnancies. And that would prevent my body from a spontaneous abortion, basically just to attack. Right. So back way back in the in the days before they understood the things about blood, like you could see a cemetery and there would be a family and you'd see a whole row of just babies. You think, what the hell? Well, they think they figured out it's because probably it was the compatibility. Yeah. But like I can donate blood to almost anybody. I I can only receive it from like the negative Rh negatives. So if something were to happen to me, and that blood supply is you know not as abundant, then you know, it's a, it's a risk. So I even carry a card, you know, that says that, that I'm RH negative. Well, last night, uh, I found out some information that there's also a bloodline called RH null and it's more gold based, whereas yours is more copper based. And we kind of touched on it a little bit, but it's, this has kind of opened up a, a, a big, wormhole for me like i i've heard about it I, I i knew a little bit about it i'm reaching out to somebody that knows a little bit more and hopefully we can sync up our schedules and we're going to do an episode on rh negative uh blood oh, that's exciting. Yay. so yeah so hopefully we bring some good information to light that you know helps you and maybe helps many other people figure this weird anomaly out that with this bloodline well if you kind of research about them they say a lot of them are empaths you know, and the kind of work that I do, it's, it's really, and it's really empath type stuff. And, um, they even say that like some RH negatives, like they're missing a rib. So <laughs> I had a doctor one time I had something, you know, I played softball in college and I got hit a lot. So I was getting an exam and he's like, you got a rib out of place. I'm like, what? Nobody fucking pops a rib out. What are you, right. what are you talking about? I think it comes to find out I'm like missing, missing one. Huh? Yeah. And they say a lot of the RH negatives come from a, like a small place in, I want to say Asia or something. Like they're, they're mostly populated in one area. Right. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what any of it means. But, but when they talk about the characteristics of somebody that is RH negative, it sounds an awful lot like, like me. So let's get into okay. some of your, your weird happenings because you, you keep sending me <laughs> some cool videos. Uh, and, and I'm sure that's just, the tip of the iceberg 
Yeah. I, I started documenting it because I'm like, what the hell is this? And honestly, I mean, mm, I've really not shown anybody that stuff. So you're, you're almost kind of the first pretty much. Cause I myself don't even know, you know, you don't know your own imagine. I have an active imagination, so I don't, and I don't know what I'm dealing with. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just record it. And then I sometimes will be like, Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> but nobody has any answers to give me. No, I mean, so that's why I'm trying to figure out somebody else does. You sent me some, uh, today with, it looked like a nano fiber. Uh, what the, yeah. And it looked like it Did was it not look like it was pissed off. Like it looked like it had a head, like, and it was literally like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like this fiber and it was on a makeup sponge. And then you and squirted it and it looked like it got uh, even yeah. more pissed. Yeah, I did. And like fell down. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like a string. You would think it would have just got wet, you know, and laid yep. over, but it laid down for a minute and that fucker got back up. It got back up and it was like lunging forward because I was spraying that nano silver on it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm reading, you know, well, how am I going to cure myself? I'm over there in the corner with like homeopaths for dummies cause, <laughs> because you go to doctors and they're like, here, take some antidepressants, you know? And I'm like, no, I went to like five different doctors because I was having medical problems like that nobody could explain, but I, and they don't want to fix, they don't want to cure anything. They just want to mask the symptoms. They want you to be a, you know, they want you to become a lifetime customer. Mm-hmm. And I just wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anything. I would, and I just kept researching and I found kind of, I think some things that have helped me, but it's all been through, you know, um, oils, essential oils and homeopathic type stuff. That shit's interesting though. It I is really like learning about that. Yeah. I, I'm always fascinated by it myself because I love natural healing and remedies. I try not to do too many cause I could do shows on it all the time, but that can, that, that can tend to, uh, steer the audience away if you're always on just one topic. So, but when I do come across some, I, I'm always like, yeah, I'm down, you know, and I might not release it right away just for that fact that, okay, I haven't put one out in a few months. I can put one out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And that's diversify. You need to do that. But, but if you are in this situation in your life where you've needed that, you've needed those remedies, then it becomes more than interesting to you, you know? So it is. it's just depending. Yeah. It, it, I probably never would have cared about it either until I actually needed help. Do you, so, do you mind? It, it, is it something you can share or is it? The, what I, what I've had. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I've never really had a diagnosis, but it, it was, an, <laughs> it was, and it's kind of hard to talk about because they make you crazy, but they more gallons, you know, mm, like mm-hmm. I've had lesions and things that I've not known how to heal and, just the weird fibers kind of, yeah, I don't mean, that this part is probably the most uncomfortable for me to talk to because they diagnose those people as, um, you know, parent, what do they call it? Some kind of psychosis. Paris, parapsychosis. Basically, you're fucking crazy. Yes. Yep. And, and they, yeah, but I'm telling you, it's not, it's not. And no. I don't know if it's Lyme disease or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I know, I know that it's been a few years ago, I had a bite on my arm, you know, when I was taking pictures of it, and it kind of had a, a bullseye on it or whatever. And, you know, we just, it got better, but then it came back again, the exact same thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, cause I got bit twice. And then after that, I was, I had all kinds of weird stuff like that video you have, just mm-hmm. a lot of things I can, 
I was miserable. And it was after that accident too. So I didn't know if I was hit my head too hard. But it's just like, it's the loneliest place in the world to, to be scared or not know what's going on with you and not being able to have anybody that you can ask for help. Like imagine having like cancer, right? But you can't tell anybody you got fucking cancer. Yeah. I mean, I'm not comparing it to that, but losing your mind is scary. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not to, yeah. To not be in control of your, Yeah. And then you have people that are close to you and you try to talk about this and they look at you like you're, you're crazy, you know? Well, then they worry about you. Yeah. Like, and you see, you can see the kind of looks you get like, Oh, what's Gina doing now? (laughs) You know, so you do, you try to keep it because you truly don't know. And so that's why I started just documenting everything. I just, I'm thinking, okay, if that's weird, I'm going to record it because I, I don't even trust what I think things are sometimes. So, and in that process, I've, I think I've recorded some pretty freaking crazy shit. Yeah. And you can keep them, keep sending them because they, they fascinate me. And like I said, I may not always have the answers, but it's, it strikes up a conversation. And I'm, I'm always willing to have a conversation. You know what I mean? It's in that, well, that sometimes more, that's all you can do to yeah. talk about it, you know? Cause that fiber thing I was sitting there, I think I watched it twice and I'm just like, man, this thing, this thing's alive. Like it, it's, it, how can you, yeah. How can you, you could even, I mean, I don't know if you show clips, I wouldn't even care if you showed it sometime. It's just, and it, it almost, well, and the weird thing is, is when, when you're recording something like that, when I do, it almost always gets fuzzy. It's like there's a reaction or something with the camera. It won't. That was probably pretty clear, but anytime I would try to record something, it would like the, um, it wasn't clear. Like it would get fuzzy. Mm. That picture, it was weird. I thought it's like it was almost like it, something didn't want to be clear. I don't know because I could zoom in on any other thing, but if I would zoom in on what I was thinking was weird, it would, you know, the, it would just get fuzzy. It would. uh it's almost like there's an enti- entity present that did not want something to be shown, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Because I have, uh, I had several like other videos, you know, the, the other picture I sent you just today. I had videos of things, you know, tons of stuff like that. But the videos, they wouldn't send. They just would not send. One of them even now says that there's a, an error in the video. And so I can't even push play on it. And it's huh. been able to play this whole time, but now it won't play. That's crazy. That's kind of like and when I was just trying to send them to you. Yeah. When I took a trip to Gettysburg this past fall and I took a lot of pictures of went on uh, a, a haunted tour of an old orphanage and, and what have you. Oh my God. I, I, yeah. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. Uh, especially being an empath. I was like, well, this is going to really test my, uh, that's a lot of feeling right there, man. Yeah. So it ended up being good. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, I went with a buddy from work and I got home and I went to upload these pictures onto Instagram and none of them would upload at all. No matter what I did, I, I even tried emailing them to myself and then downloading them on the computer and trying that. Nope. I'm like, well, something doesn't want something out there. Yeah, well, I guess I've always had electronic problems. Like my whole life, I've always joked around. And even even my sister-in-law, we've, I've known her my whole life. But she, it was always a running joke. Like she'd be like, don't touch my computer, you know. Like <laughs> I, 
I always say I have an electronic curse. I'm constantly IT has to come over and work on my shit. Like I, I know how to do things. It's just like when I touch them, they almost short circuit. There is it. There's something electronic going on. I'm surprised we haven't had any problems yet. Well, how long did it take me to get logged in? Well, yeah, good, good point. Yeah. It it took a while because (laughs) I opened the zoom meeting up at right at the top of the hour. Uh, It says, the meeting's been open for 56 minutes, and we've only been recording for 30. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well. And and most of that yeah, was waiting for you it. to try and figure out how to get in. You know what I mean? Because we didn't talk for that long. And I use Zoom all the time at work. So yeah. it's not like I've never done this. It's just anytime I try to anything this related, I have these problems. It's So I just can't help but think that just is not just coincidence. But what? What is it? What is it? It's just fucking with me. It's having a good time or it doesn't, you know, I don't know. So for the audience, can you give some, I don't know, instances like what, what you're experiencing? Um, maybe a little detail. Uh, I know traffic lights are a thing, especially the one. Uh, I used to have that when I was in high school, but I had an entity attached to me then, but... That's a long, long story. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's been happening a lot since the accident that I was in. One light in particular, but it's, um, it's an oak. It never lets me down. Every single time I can go to that street light, it's actually behind the house that I um, moved out of. But every single time I go there, it puts on a show every time. It's like it sees me coming. I can see the top of the light over my house as I'm driving before I turn the corner to get there. And I can see it barely start to glow as soon as I make eye contact. I can go to the other side of the road, you know, not within, I don't know, whatever distance. It's weird. Every time I look at it, the light starts. I'll come around the corner. It comes on when I'm there. I'll, you know, I'll be walking down. Or I'll, I'll get out of the car. I'll drive by it because I've made a thousand times sure that that thing's not like motion sensor because I'm thinking it doesn't matter if I'm moving stopping or what it'll be on off on, and then it'll just barely brighten up and then it'll barely brighten up and then the other day I recorded I've got a hundred of the vid- these videos that I recorded and it wasn't on when I first got there and then it come on and it was kind of acting weird and so I was on snapchat and I hit the little music Thing over there because I'm thinking oh well, maybe I'll play a song you know with it because it's, it's just I've gotten so comfortable now I'm trying now it's entertaining to me and I hit I just type in fire and then that song that song like come on baby light my fire but it wasn't it was some lady singing it was way drawn out and so as that song is playing the light starts to come on and it's just barely and barely and barely as soon as she says like light my fire like then it brightens up and then it just gets really, really, really bright. And it just stayed like that. And then I was trying to exit out of it, exit out of it, and wouldn't never. It never, the whole night, it never let me exit out of it. And then I got home and I, I shut the phone off. I turned it back on. I was trying to exit the app. It wouldn't let me. And it didn't clear until the next morning. So I send that video to my kids. I'm like, what do you think about this? So <laughs> I'm. Other people, I've asked them if they go by that light and it, it doesn't have, it doesn't do that. So I'm actually looking for this video. I'm scrolling back up. There it is. I'm going to actually play the audio just for the okay. the audience to hear because I thought it was a very unique. 
I thought you picked it on purpose. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. And then right, like you said, right when she says, light my fire, it just goes poof and comes on. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. No, I, it, what, something else picked all that. That was the show for sure. Yeah. So for you guys listening only, um, I'm going to play this now. very creepy like even just watching it again because I, I watched it a couple times and, and I was just like whoa because like the first time I didn't I wasn't I was watching to see what the light was doing I wasn't really paying attention to the song and then the second time I did it I paid attention to the song and the light and I, that's when I was like oh shit and then you point you I think you messaged me after that or we had talked and I was just like whoa that that's kind of weird yeah it is very weird I have one video where I pull up there one night and I'm basically like, turn on, you know, and it doesn't for a minute. And I tell it again, like a little bit more force and it freaking lights right up and it just stayed on. And I'm like, Oh, let's go. And then, so then I'm like, okay, shut off. And then it didn't. And then I said, shut off. And then it did. It did. It was like, maybe I can get good at this. Maybe I can just never have a red light again. (laughs) Oh, well, that's what my entity used to play around with. And that was attached to me in high school. I'd always tell her to go uh, turn the light green, even if it's just turned red. And oh my gosh, <laughs> she, uh, no, she listened. Other... Go ahead. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, I was that's just saying. Yeah, the, yeah, the entity listened, and I'm glad she's not around anymore. Let's just say that. Mm. Well, I'm just hoping that's not what I got going on. I was thought maybe I was powder or something. <laughs> Movie. Well, I'm going to run into the. I'm going to run into the um, lightning. Yeah. Well, your skin isn't that white, and your yeah. you have hair, and it's the wrong color. I do. <laughs> well, yeah, and and I've had other lights do that sometimes, but it's never like that one. But sometimes I'll be driving down the like a main street or something at night, and as I'm hitting the lights, they'll they'll like almost in tandem, you know, as I'm going by. <laughs> And in the grocery store, sometimes the freezer aisle, I'll start at one end. And as I'm walking, they're like turning off and flickering off as I'm walking by them all the way down the aisle. And I don't want to just whip my phone out, you know, because I'm in the store. People are like, you know, but I'm not kidding. I, I was like walk up and down the aisle like, like, is this really happening? And then I'll watch other people and it's not happening to them. So... It, yeah, it, the light it, the lights are weird. And then I started thinking, maybe this is why my whole life I've had elect- electrical issues, electronics, you know. <laughs> I, I even watched my son one time at a baseball game. He was standing next to a, one of those, the big, I don't know if it's called a generator or whatever, but he, was, he leaned on it and he was hanging on to a metal fence. And I guess they grounded it. I don't know. He freaking starts, ah, you know, and he's hanging on to the fence because his hands clap, clamped, you know. And I was getting ready to get up and kick him off the fence. I knew better than to grab him, you know, then we were both going down. And all of a sudden, he just must have grounded, and he just he fell to the ground. And he gets up. I'm scared to death. And he's like, 
he thought he charged his cell phone. (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. So then his team called him Che Boom forever. He's Che Boom because, you know, he, and I don't know. It was just weird. I watched him get electrocuted and then he's just like, washed it off. I'm like, that's right. Yeah. Being electrocuted is dirt on it. Yeah. That's not a fun feeling. Uh, I've been blown. Off the F-16 doing a, a functional check with uh, 240 volts of electricity. Uh, I've touched a light when I was a little kid getting out and pulling a chain light and sitting there just getting that shake. I, I've got bit by trying to – what I, I thought I turned the power off and I was trying to switch out one of the old fuses. And I'm sitting there, I'm like – and my buddy was getting ready to kick me and it let me go. And I, It's a weird feeling. It's a very weird feeling. Scary. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Um, The lights and then I've seen, I've seen weird stuff in the sky, but I'm, I'm no astronomer. Well, what you sent me today, uh, I was like, well, well, here we go. Alien invasion. Cause I saw the moon and the other three or four lights almost formed a triangle. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't remember seeing that constellation. <laughs> yeah, and it was way closer than a constellation. But that happens a lot. And the videos I was trying to send you, I'm counting in them. Like, I'm like, one, two, three. And some of them are below the tree lines or they come through the trees, you know. So I know it's not, it's, it's not up in, you know, regular stars. But... I don't know what any of this is. I have no background, no nothing, and so I can't even trust it. I can't even call a spade a spade. Well, and that's that's why I started a podcast, because there's a lot of shit that I don't know, and I love learning about it. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you, you, get, you get people such as yourself and I having a conversation. Maybe we can figure something out that then might open another door to another possibility or maybe lead to an answer to, to something, you know what I mean? Somebody might hear this, email me and, and be like, Hey, pass this on to Gina or whatever. You don't know. And that's the beauty of everything. There's a reason. There's a reason why I reached out to who I did. And there's a reason why you reached back. And like, I have no doubt that somebody's going to hear it. Like that's how you get answers. Um, I mean, I have no doubt. I do feel like things happen for a reason, you know, things by accident. I think it's all. Can I ask if you're a Pisces by any chance? You can, but I am not. You're not. Okay. I'm Sagittarius. Mm, okay. December, yeah, December. Which is, by the way, my worst month. I got hit by a truck in December. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like December. I like Christmas, but it's been it's always a hard month. But Sagittarius. Okay. I, I was just wondering, because it was weird that, I don't know, like wh- when you reached out, it, it was like we, we clicked real real quick. Like it, Like there was that common ground of, of something that, Hey, I've had some of these experiences as well. I don't know what they are, but you're experiencing some of the stuff that I went through. But when I went through it, I had a, 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 an evil attachment. Maybe you have an attachment that's not evil, but is trying to communicate with you in a certain way. Well, a lot of the work that I do professionally, um, a lot of the people are, you know, they're in really bad situations and have had a lot of trauma and, and it's the, the, the work I do now that, you know, these people have been in really dark places and I have no doubt that they were opened up to some of that. And now I spend a lot of time working with them. And so maybe I, I've even thought maybe I didn't know (laughs) 
how to protect myself from that or to know, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I thought maybe because it's really gotten a lot more intense since I started working. And so I think I have, I have, an, I have really good success with what I do. I, I really mean it, but it's, it's kind of unusual, like to be able to help accomplish some of the things that we do. So I don't know if something's fighting me, like, you know, it doesn't want me there or if I stepped into something, I don't know. I wish I knew, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say. And I, I know the work that you're in. I was in, I, you listen to the, the show. So I think you, you know, what career field I was referring to, I, cause I don't want to say it and then, you know, but anyway, mm-hmm. it does open a, a lot of things. And, you know, w- when you're open to that side of the veil and there's a lot of darkness over there and it's very easy for something to pass through, attach on. Um, I personally, I'm kind of, and I'm not a professional by any means, I'm kind of leaning on the side of you might have evil things trying to get near you, but you have a very strong guardian angel, which could be your grandfather that is keeping them at bay, but also allowing you to see a little glimpse of something that's going on. Like, Hey, this is here, but I'm protecting you and I, I, I'm here to keep you safe. So you don't have to fear. And, and cause you don't seem to, the type that is very scared of it, you know, it's there. You just don't know how to make sense of it. it. It's not freaking you out to the point where you're calling a priest for an exorcism or whatever, you know, something extreme, but you're, well, you're aware of it. To get out myself. You know, I'm going to compel that shit. I'm like, you better get up earlier in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't like it. You know, like it. Yeah. There's times you're just like, hi, even, even I swear my dog, she's, always looking right up above me right here always and sometimes she growls sometimes she barks and i sometimes i really don't like that i'm just like what 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 are you looking at what what you know i'm like "Ah!" yeah animals see things you know they're trust me have you ever been around a a train walker coonhound by any chance no i don't think so they have the most human looking eyes i've ever seen in a dog and when they stare at you it's like you're looking into a human's eyes and there's times he, he kind of stares past you and it makes you think, but then I, I, I'm also watching him and I'm like, okay, he's, he's sniffing, he's smelling something, you know what I mean? But the way he looks, you, you're just like, oh, 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 there is nobody behind me, but you think he's looking at somebody, you know, my, my big dog doesn't do that. And my little pity mix, she can't see hardly for shit. So I know she, you know, she, she doesn't do it, but when he does, it, it's just like, Yo, bro, what are you looking it at? It does. You notice. Like, it's hard to not. Because dogs can make eye contact. You know, they're, it's not like he's all, you know? Yeah. She literally is looking at something. And, and I think maybe part of why I think that, too, is, you know, my experience when I was a kid and the dog knocking me out of the road, you know, too. It's just like, and and my oldest boy, you know, he kind of has that connection with animals. I'd always tell him he was the, uh, the male Snow White. <laughs> not every people likes him, but animals always did, you know? He's kind of like me. Uh, people either really like me or they really don't. There's not very many in between. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. and But it's weird. Maybe maybe you are an empath. You know what I mean? Because that, that is a strong trait of an empath. Uh, people either like you 
or they hate you. There's there's no in between. There's no like, yeah, I can tolerate being around the guy. It's it's yeah. usually no, I, I don't get along with them, and I don't know why. And it's usually, yeah, and it I'm a happy go lucky type of guy. Like it is a love hate. There's not yeah. like lukewarm. No, mm-hmm. and it's like on a daily in in my life, I'm happy go lucky, joking. It's hard for me to really get pissed off. Uh, now I've done a lot of self work on that, you know, since I was a teenager. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's like I'm not wasting my energy on 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 the negative. But if someone's not getting along with me or is having a problem, I started to realize I'm going to chalk that up to it's a you problem, not me. For you know, sure. you know what I mean. For sure. Well, and giving up you know, getting angry or that's somebody else controlling your emotions, uh-huh. that's giving them power over you. I'm like, you don't rent space in my head. Nope. You know, like, and that's how I work with a lot of my people. I'm like that have anger management problems. I'm like, you know, it's takes a much stronger person to, to manage that anger and not give in. I was like, and people that want to piss you off, even unconsciously, they're doing it. They don't even maybe know they're doing it, but when they don't get that reaction out of you, they'll stop. They'll stop. Oh, and yeah. And it'll stop. But yeah, I would say that like, like if you're a real tough guy, <laughs> you'll not get mad because that guy's controlling you. He's making you do that. And you're, you're succumbing, just succumbing to his will. And they don't like that either. So then they get to working on it. Like that bitch don't control me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had a manipulation, you know, I just manipulate my people into seeing it my way. And then they're like, hmm. but then. You, you just got to make it think it's their idea. You got to lay it out on the table and they make the decision to make the changes, you know, because you can't force. No. You just got to, it's about talking and language and teaching people, you know, your side and how your life can be better. And, you know, I just, I really like that. I like, I love communication. I like to get people to, you know, to live better and be happy and, you know, but... <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's why I've always kind of thought, you know, as an empath, I feel, I feel their pain a lot, you know, and, but I get hurt a lot. You know, I can guard myself, but I just, all the people I seem to be gravitated to are people that are lost, lost really, you know, and, and I don't go, I'm not a big fan of organized religion because you know, I serve God and like serving people that, you know, Jesus didn't hang. He hung up the whores and the lepers, right? Like, right. That's who I, that's me. I, and those people are usually more real to me. They're not pretending they're, you know, so I just. Jesus yeah. was probably like, where's I the met, hookers and blow? You know, that the, the, that's the people <laughs> I want to hang out tables with. over Jesus, yeah. you know, he was, I'm sure he was a bad, bad man. And I just didn't write about him correctly. <laughs> right. He's like, you know, oh, really? Uh, watch what I can do. So that's right. Huh? You want to see bitch? <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of your blind problem. You don't knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That might've been a mad lib. He might not have said that. <laughs> hey, we don't know. We, we, we weren't, we weren't around then. So, you know, he, I know he could have. <laughs> yeah. But the work I do is supposed to be really, really serious all the time. And I'm really not serious. So I, I think it's, Sometimes it, people have a hard time taking me serious. So really, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I used to have a boss that used to try and piss me off and mm-hmm. I, I quickly figured out what he was doing and I would just, I flipped the script on him and he would get so angry and, and my buddy at work would watch him and he, 
he, he's like, man, you pissed him off. He walked away. His head was all red. He's shaking his head and just hitting his thighs and, and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I know. He tried to piss me off, and I just flipped the tables. I'm like, I'm not I'm just not letting him. He, this is my space. You have to pay money to come in here. Yeah. There, there's always those people that it's like my way or the highway kind of thing. And me and those people, we don't click. Nope. Because I, I am not. I do things differently, very different. I don't, I don't, I'm not pigeonholed. No, I'm, I'm a, if this makes any sense, I'm an inside the box, outside the box thinker. If that makes any you sense. You know how to play the game. Yes. Yeah. Like I, it is. Everything's a role. Everything. When I go to work, I play a role. When I'm mothering, I play a role. When I'm hanging out with my friends, I play a role. Like it truly is. You're a different person everywhere you go and it's not fake. No, it's, it's just just who you. Yeah, you're you're just that's how you function in that in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. doing a podcast has shown me that this is more my true self. Um, sitting down, having a conversation with people, which I never thought I w- I would ever do because I was more of an introvert uh, when it came to talking with strangers, um, unless it was a, a profession. I could do it in a professional setting, but in a day-to-day life going to the grocery store or whatever and seeing somebody and, and having a conversation no i stayed clear of that now i welcome it well it's kind of sometimes it's exhausting to me a small talk sometimes like i love to laugh and joke but sometimes just the whole ah, how's the weather <laughs> i'm just like oh you know, and I want to go down another aisle and it's not because I don't like them. I just think, I think sometimes I'm emotionally spent and I don't yes, have the, the energy. I, I do have the, I got to admit, I do have those times too. Cause I'll be like, yeah, well, Hey, at least it's not snowing. Right. You know? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. The weather, you know, cause you can always default to the weather. Yeah, for sure. I always think, you know, energy is, is the really the only currency that we have really. That's oh, the yeah. really only thing we can give to somebody. And, if they're going to get mine, they're deserving of it because I can't get it back. You know? Yep, absolutely. And, so. that, and that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you said yes to coming on because even when I first, I was sitting there, I, I typed it and I was like, do I send this? Like, she's reaching out and asking these questions, but I don't want to sit there and be like, hey, do you want to come on the show and talk about it? You know what I mean? But I, I wanted you to, but at the same time, I'm like, maybe not every conversation needs to. And then as the conversation built and we were going back and forth and talking about this and that and yada, yada, I was like, would you like to? And you were like, well, I've kind of talked to so-and-so and, you know, I thought about going on, on Ryan's and I, th- I think I could do that. You know, could, could we have a conversation first. I'm like, absolutely. You know, you're trust me. You're not the first person that said, can we have a conversation first just to get a feel for, you know, and, sometimes you just have to do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, we, well, we talked for stuff, a little I, It sounds like crazy talk. So like to me, and then the stuff that I do professionally, there's, you just can't, you know, you can't sound crazy. Right. And I don't know if it's crazy. I just know there's not really anybody that I'm around that I can just really talk to and confide in about it and say, what is this? Nobody ever knows. So do you, during the lockdowns, did you notice an uptick in, I'm just going to call them UFOs, because I saw things in the sky that just weren't normal a lot. And the only reason I ask is because of that the uh-huh. picture that you sent today. 
I didn't really start noticing that that the lights in the sky as much until actually until I moved into the house that I am now, and that would have been after August. I feel okay. like I wasn't really able to notice some of the weirdness that in my life until that accident. I don't I don't know if that something happened because of that, but the, it, it started like it just really ramped up after that. And I'm not understanding. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm obviously in a really difficult emotional time in my life, you know, so I don't know if that's making me vulnerable or sensitive, but I've always known weird things and I've never been able to put my hand on it, but just lately is when it's just really been so much so that it's almost undeniable. Yeah. So, but, but during COVID, I don't think I noticed anything like that. I was just so freaking pissed off that my kids were in school. I think that's all I could see was red. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was a a lot of us. It was like, especially being a conspiracy theorist or realist or whatever, and 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 you're 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 watching the writing play out on the wall, and then you're watching the TV, and it's something completely different. And then all of a sudden, three months later, or even less, the writing on the wall is what they're saying on the TV, and we're like, we tried to tell you this, you stupid fucks. Like, (laughs) and now apparently we have stroke season. That shit, what you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost code, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking the edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm batshit what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your fluoride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word of my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last nug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. 
But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried, but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm bad shit I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system Had enough of it Enough of it